following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Andy Brownell with you, along with Robin Gwaltney with... Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Sounds like you're busy over there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is the spring market, and we are loving it. Okay, so with it being so busy, I couldn't help but to notice you have a brand new member of the Gwaltney Group team. I am so excited, Andy. So, of course, we're excited with every new team member, but our son, Brett, um, now keep in mind, I'll give you a little backstory. Okay. From the time he went to college, I said, Brett, I think you would be an awesome realtor. He's like, oh, mom, that's your thing. I'm not doing that. I'm like, okay, I'm not about pressure. He went to college. He got a job at IBM. He worked as a financial analyst, had plenty of upward movement throughout his nine-year career. You know, he was very happy there, but at the same time, he knew he was missing something, and it was the interaction with people, because he's a lot like his mom, and he's a really personable guy, and he just really likes to be out in the public with the people, and that that COVID time just really, yeah. it just knocked him out. You know, being in the basement on the computer all day, it, it was just tough, you know. So he just came to me in September and said, you know what, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to uh, finish out the year at IBM and then I'm going to join you. And I was like, wow, I, I'm just thrilled beyond belief because I know how awesome the kid is going to do. I said, I think I know how uh, Dr. Mayo felt when his sons came into business. <laughs> He's going to be fabulous. So you have two of the kids working for you now? Yes, yes. Both of our biological children are working with us. So wow. Jenna's been with us for five years, and she is like uh, the brains behind the operation. I, I tell her she's the uh, chief operating officer, her and Tina. But, yeah, she, she runs the show. She knows what she's doing, and she has her real estate license and sells some real estate to her friends and stuff. But uh, she, I think she's very happy and content in her position. You know, it's funny. When the kids were teenagers... And describing the situation you're in right now, I would be no way. But now is they, my kids are obviously adults, and I yeah, I would really yeah. enjoy working with them now. I feel so blessed, honestly, to be able to go to work, as you know well, do a job that I am crazy about, I'm passionate about, love, and be able to do it with not only my husband, but with our adult children. It's I can't even put words to it. It's wow. actually just such a thrill. Congratulations. That's Thank awesome you. news. Thank you. And just one more great agent on the Gwaltney Group. So that's a <laughs> win for everybody. So, yeah, we've got some pretty awesome people on our team for sure. You do. That's for sure. I agree. Um, so with all the news going on, inflation and uh, possible war in Europe or who knows. Uh, but day by day, I don't know if we're already at war or, you know, uh, and the effects on the market and all the gloom and doom out there. And I, I, once again, I hear the renewed talk of the housing bubble. Yeah, no, nope, it's, yeah, it's not a housing bubble. I can't fathom that with the, sh the shortage of inventory, how they can possibly make that comparison. Right. 
All right, so let's let's talk about four four main reasons to try to help people understand that this is not a housing bubble. Okay. 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 So houses are not unaffordable like they were during the housing boom. Okay. We talk about how they're becoming more high priced. The interest rates are are creeping up, but we're still talking about interest rates that are in the threes. Okay, we're not we're not talking about the eights or the nines or the tens. And yeah, the threes are a little harder to stomach after we had the twos, but they're still threes. So, I mean, the interest rates are still fantastic. It is nothing to um, steer away from. I promise you. So houses are not unaffordable like they were during the housing boom. Okay, I got you. Mortgage standards were much more relaxed during the housing boom. I mean, they were, you would hear remarks like, if you could fog a mirror, you can get a mortgage. You know, they're very, very careful about making sure that the person they're giving mortgages to are honestly able to pay them back. Okay? I'm going to talk a little bit about that and how that was affected during COVID later, but I want to get through these. So the foreclosure situation is nothing at all like it was during the crash, okay? It's not happening. And again, it's because of the the money that the government was able to pass on to help people from getting behind on their payments during the loss of work and the, the tough times that they faced during COVID. And just like you said, we do not have a surplus of homes on the market. We have a housing shortage. So we are short on homes, and those homes are still affordable, and the interest rates are still very palatable, and the market is strong, okay? And I go back even prior to the bubble of the late 2000s and go back to the 90s when interest rates were still high, uh, Relatively, they yeah. were six, seven, eight percent, and yet there was a home construction boom like you had never seen because right. there was a shortage of inventory. Right, exactly. So, and now, of course, you know, as we talked, I think last week, housing is starting. The building is; it hasn't stopped, right? Right. But it's definitely not um, moving along at the same pace that it was, and a lot of that was the just the supply chain issues, not being able to get the materials they need to build the houses, and then, of course, that leads to the exorbitant prices. I mean, crazy high prices. But guess what? There's still people out there buying houses because I think most of them realize, yeah, they're never going to be cheaper. It's only going to go up from here. Yeah, and also, we have talked about this before, when you um, take it as a percentage of your household income, the cost of that house with the low interest rates is actually lower than it was when my parents bought their home back in the 60s. Exactly, because people are saying, oh my gosh, a new house for a first-time home buyer, 350000 We could have never afforded that in our day. <laughs> no, you're right, you couldn't because your salary was $25,000. My niece just graduated from Arizona State University in cybersecurity and her first job out of college, she's starting at $90,000. Yep. Um, when my dad heard that, I thought he was going to fall <laughs> off his chair. <laughs> I just fell off my chair. I'm still in that mode. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. It's pretty impressive. My, my family, um, as you know, and I've already said it, my son just bought his first home. 
And I'm harping on them about household budgets all the time mm-hmm. because I imagine, because I'm trying to put myself in the same situation he's in when we first bought our home, we were strapped for cash. It was paycheck to paycheck. Right. And he right. shared me with shared with me because of the income that they have. He goes, Dad, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. We don't live the way you did. <laughs> we got it made. <laughs> but but the truth is, you know, you bring up a really valid point because there are a lot of homeowners who really are being faced with some unexpected cost. And I can tell you there's a couple of reasons for that. You know, the market, especially in that new home buyer price range has gotten so um, competitive that people are doing what they have to to win. And oftentimes that means they forego the home inspection. So when they forego the home inspection, there might be something lurking that they're not aware of. So they may close on the house and then all of a sudden realize they've got um, problems. Their drains don't drain right or they're water pressure isn't the way it should be or you know there might be some problems that could be pretty costly oh yeah and i actually found some statistics that say um well 34 they did a survey about how many new homeowners found themselves faced with unexpected costs and 34 percent of the people that took the survey said that they did okay so of those people 30% 30% of them said that the cost was less than $1,000. Okay. And uh, 25% said that it was between 1000 to 2500 And 10% it was um, between 2500 and 5000 And then there were 5% of the people that found that they were faced with repairs five to $10,000. So if you already kind of bid over, sometimes used your cash to pay the appraisal gap and didn't have an inspection, it, it could get kind of costly. So again, I can't tell you enough times to make sure that if you're engaged in this crazy market, make sure you've got somebody guiding you that's going to guide you well. As you have pointed out before, you serving as the guide can take that emotion out of the transaction or at least try to. And make it a, a smart business decision. Because what I always tell my buyers is, listen, I want you to love the house. Of course I do. But what I want even more than that is for you to be able to comfortably afford the house, for you not to have any crazy surprises. And most of all, when you go to sell this house in five to seven years, I want you to make money. It should yeah. be a really good investment for you. All right. Sounds great. We're going to take a really quick break and continue chatting with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results in just a moment on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is Newstalk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Hi, are you like so many others? Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's Newstalk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to the program. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Rebacks Results with us, of course, this morning. And we're talking about the real estate market. And I read an article about rents, rents all across the country and here, of course, as well, skyrocketing. Terrible. The median rental price rose 19%, 19.8% year over year in January. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and again, so what I told you before is, you know, 
it's still a really good time to buy, right? So people are like, oh, gosh, the, the economy's falling apart. The interest rates are going high. The prices are higher. I can't compete. Okay, all of those things, you have to take them in perspective. You have to just say, all yep. right, yes, yes, the rates have risen, but they're still fabulous. And yes, the prices have risen, but they're rising at a slower pace now. That's slowing down. And I think due to the inflation, you know, and due to the interest rates coming up a little bit, the prices are going to have to level out a little bit too. They're not going to go backwards. We're not going to have foreclosures coming out of our ears. We're not going to have the market falling apart, our, our real estate market, that is. We're not going to have that whole disaster that we had i promise you things look good on the horizon okay starter homes are more affordable than renting and that in the the gap is getting wider isn't it it is i mean here in our market not as much as in some markets but i have some shattering statistics to share in Birmingham, Alabama, it is 44% cheaper to buy than rent. Oh, that's painful. 44%. In Cleveland, Ohio, it is 38.9% cheaper to buy than it is to rent. In Pittsburgh, 38.3%. In St. Louis, Missouri, it's 37.3% cheaper to buy than it is to rent. Detroit, Michigan, you would think you could rent for practically free in Detroit right. after everything they've been through. It's 33.3% cheaper to buy than it is to rent. Baltimore, Maryland, 30%. Virginia Beach, Virginia, 27%. Orlando, Florida, it is 27.1% cheaper to buy than it is to rent. Tampa, Florida, 25.5. And Louisville, Kentucky, 23.7%. So those are the 10 top metro areas where there's just a huge discrepancy. But in general, it is cheaper to buy a home than it is to pay rent. Okay? So I'm telling you, it's where it's at. I think this was uh, eighth year in a row, eighth consecutive year that real estate is seen as the best investment that there is. Better than stocks, better than gold, better than savings. Eight consecutive years. Real estate investments is where it's at. That's that's a really good run. And going back to the rent, I know personally someone I the rent that they're paying it's it's a decent apartment. It's pretty nice, but it you know it's it's a two bedroom apartment with a shared living area, kitchen area, dining area. Um, the amount they pay in rent minus they don't even pay utilities. Um, the, the landlord doesn't pay. You could buy for that payment. Easily a two hundred fifty thousand dollars house in this market. There, exactly, exactly, and that's exactly my point. So people are like, "I can't afford to buy." So what are you going to do? I'm going to rent. No, you can't <laughs> afford to rent. You're not building any equity. You really do need to buy. It's the right thing to do. So the- I mean, I really invite those phone calls. I do because I'd love to educate people. And it's not about me being a salesperson because you know what, Andy? I don't even consider myself a salesperson. I consider myself a service provider who happens to be extremely knowledgeable about real estate and have I have a huge passion for it and I do love to help people. And guess what? That means I sell houses. But honestly, I love to educate people and help people make the right decision. Is it that people are just sitting on the sidelines that is allowing the, the, the owners of the rental properties to move their rent up so high? I, I, that's... I guess so, because I guess high rent beats homelessness, right? 
Yeah. And if these people are afraid to get out into the market and buy a home, they've got to live somewhere. Right. So, um, you know, a lot of them have nice parents like you and I that will say, okay, fine, move in the basement. (laughs) But in most cases, that's temporary. You know, I mean, most people want something a little more permanent. And their parents want that to be very temporary. Absolutely. <laughs> as much as I'm so thrilled that my kids are working with us, I'm just as thrilled that they don't live with us. And I wonder, too, if the, the younger set doesn't really hear the message of the investment part of this as loudly as they should. Right. The, the idea that you're living in this home, but it's also... Living Equity. in your bank account. Living exactly. in your bank account. It's the only savings account that you have that can provide you physical shelter. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And as it stands now with the long-range projections of a shortage of inventory, it's not a six-month blip, at least around here. It looks like it may be decades-long shortage of inventory. There's always going to be a demand. Yes, and you know, um, for those of you that are listening that are waiting for all these people that got behind in the pandemic and they're going to lose their houses and there's going to be all these foreclosures. Trust me when I tell you that's not the way it's going to go. Um, there is still plenty of pandemic relief assistance out there. Were you aware of that, Andy? No. Actually, the there are several states that have been um, beginning to distribute a whole new round of funds to help people stay caught up on their mortgages and the states have access to $9.96 billion in oh federal funding. So the money is out there to help these people. The goal is to help people stay in their homes, help people not lose their homes. So, you know, for all these people who listen to the podcasts and, and read all the books and learn that the way to get rich is wait until somebody else has bad luck, loses their house and buy it and sell it and make a million dollars. I mean, is there truth in um, buying a house right and selling it right and making money? Of course there is. But I'm just saying, don't wait for, don't wait for this big um, mass, <laughs> you know, um, exodus of homeowners and there's all of a sudden going to be all these foreclosed properties. It's not going to happen. Turn off the reality TV show for a while. Turn it off. Turn it off. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And guess what? What? You're probably going to tell me we have to take a break. Yep, exactly. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) So I'm going to have to find out what your guess what was until after the break. I'll tell you when we get back. Okay. And we will be back in just a moment with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. There is so great about realizing, hey, you know what? Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group. Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Okay, we're back. So we get to finally find out the guess what that Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results has for us this morning. Okay, I'm super excited okay. about this. Consumers are optimistic about housing. I love optimism. I love it. So in this article that was written on February 22nd, it says more than 60% Excuse me, 60% of prospective buyers recently surveyed say they feel very optimistic about the housing market. Despite the headlines over rapidly rising costs, they can feel encouraged. They, the new survey shows that when they were asked 
33% say that they agree now is a good time to buy a home. Mm. 19% strongly agree. 21% neither agree nor disagree. Only 7% disagree. And 9% strongly disagree. So most people feel like, yes, I believe I believe Robin. I believe the other people that are saying this is still a very good time to buy a house. And therefore, I think that things will just keep moving right along. It remains. Those will, be, those will be the lucky ones, the ones it, that get out there and do it. It, main, it remains the American dream, doesn't it? But it sure does. Own your own piece of real estate. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of that, I don't know if you, you I'm sure you probably watched the Rochester News. A couple of days ago, I was watching about this janitor at um, Lincoln Man that just passed his citizenship um, test and all the little kids threw a party. I was literally in tears watching that. And he talked about the American dream. And I'm like, exactly. How fortunate we are we to live in this amazing country and have all the amazing things we have? Yeah, we don't take enough time to actually contemplate that, I don't think. I mean, when I watched on the news, this lady saying she's taking her children to live with their aunt in the other side of the country or in Poland so she can be prepared to fight. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I complain about too much traffic getting in and out of the mall. You know, really? Seriously. Well, it's true. (laughs) You say it that way, it puts it in perspective, doesn't it? Oh, boy. We really do need to focus on just how very fortunate we are. So, you know, the fact that, you know, money is available Yes, houses are harder to come by, but they're available. We can all have homes. Some of us have to rent because we're not ready to jump in. But believe me, as soon as you can, you should, because as I've been telling you this morning, it's going to be a more affordable option and you're going to build wealth. Yeah, I wish I could go back to that program where you had that calculator where you plugged in what you're paying for a home today and the interest rate and then it would compare to the different years in the past. And yeah, that, that was, was such an eye-opener. Yeah, that one's probably worth repeating. I might have to pull that up one of these yeah, days. Because that, is. that was some pretty interesting stuff. So you know how there's always trends in housing? Well, the younger people are looking for, um, believe it or not, I think you know this, but they're looking for walkability, right? Yes. Medium density neighborhoods is totally rebounding. So we're going to see more and more and more townhomes, depending on which area of the country you live in, brownstones, um, condos. People want that sense of neighborhood, just like Country Club Manor in the 50s or 60s or whatever it was. You know, it's like people want to live around the people they work with. They want their kids to go sledding in the park together or skating on the rink together. And then there was like a surge of everybody wants as far away from each other as they can. Give me a couple of acres. I want my own place. It's coming back to let's get back to where we all live together, have that sense of community, walk to the bakery, walk to the brewery, walk to the neighborhood grocer. And I love it. I think it's super exciting. So look for more and more of that kind of um, building and neighborhoods coming to the market. Yeah, I like that. I grew up Elton Hills and we obviously we didn't have the grocery stores nearby, although we had IGA half a mile away, I guess you can count that. But the schools were close and you had that sense of community and we, yeah. I, I think it's awesome that the 
people getting you into the market. You knew the kids to... in the neighborhood. You knew oh, yeah. the adults in the neighborhood. The adults knew the kids in the neighborhood. I mean, it, it yep. was, yeah, the sense of community. It's just been awesome. I think you've probably seen some of my posts, but um, one of the fun things about opening our office in Wabasha is being that small community, you can really, really feel that vibe of sense of community, and I love it. And we've been sponsoring these Bunko Nights, and yeah. we have ladies of all ages coming up. And we got some in their 20s, some in their 80s. They're all having a blast together. Um, about a couple weeks in, some of them asked for name tags because they recognized faces, but they didn't know them. And so there's been reacquaintances going on. I saw one gal say to another, an older lady, I think she's probably late 70s, said to one of the younger ladies, you know, I'm, I've known your mother my whole life. I borrowed her wedding veil and used it on my wedding. It's just it's just fun. You know, I mean, it's like really been fun. So sense of community I think is something that's attractive to everybody no matter what yep. size of a, a town you live in. I wonder if this is going to be or part of the post-COVID thing. That after being isolated oh. and separated so much that people are really hungry for this. Yes, I think that makes perfectly good sense. It really does. Let me give you a quick snapshot on the Rochester market if I have time. Yeah, we do. Okay, 105 active homes. Uh, those below 100,000, three. Between 100 and 209. Between 200 and 300, 11. Between 300 and 400, 12. Here's the big ones. Between 400 and 500, there's 20 of them. So if that's your price range, you're in pretty good luck. Between 500 and 600, there are eight. Between 600 and 700, there are 14. Between 7 and 800, there are seven. Between 8 and 900, there are five. Between 900 and a million, there are seven. And there are a total of nine over a million. So there's something for everybody. Again, the most most houses right now available are between three hundred and five hundred thousand, but there are at least twenty one or two below three hundred. So they're out there, and but you just have to make sure you got somebody that can work hard and help you get it. That's exactly what I was going to say. You better have somebody ready to put together the offer that actually is highly competitive when you find That's the house that win. you like. Absolutely. And I imagine that <laughs> I could find that, that by calling you. We are very capable and very <laughs> willing. So we would be honored to help anybody listening to sell their house, to buy a house, to just get educated on how the whole process looks. Anything we can do for you, please just pick up the phone and call my cell phone at 507 259 4926 or visit our website at Gwaltney Group. So what number do I have to call to get in on the Bunko game? Well, you got to go to gwaltneygroup.com backslash Bunko. Okay. (laughs) Robin, you have a great weekend, the rest of it, and a great week, and we'll chat with you next Saturday. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Robin. Bye-bye. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax results on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.